see you back here at the JRM Sydney podcast. We hope you will be blessed in the new series for this month, Disciplines of Grace. Now, open your ears, brain and heart as we listen in. God bless. Praise, praise, praise. Amen. It's really good to soak in the presence of the Lord, isn't it? Nothing beats His presence. Amen. Alak, sarap. In Singapore, we have this. Um, we do this like we have this one night, like probably once in a year. We just like worship the whole night. Worship, worship, worship. In literally the whole night. Like we sleep in the church. Like tutulog ka, tutulog ka lang, pero may nag-worship, tapos mamaya magigising ka ulit, worship ka ulit. And we do that. And it's really good. It's really refreshing. I hope one day we're able to do that here. Amen? Who's ready for that? Amen? Hallelujah. Ako, kinakamahan na naman ako. Parang natutoilet ulay ako. Pwede bang mag-worship na lang tayo? Ano ba yan? Sadyak talaga. <laughs> Amen. Um, as Pastor Jeff has shared a while ago, most of us perceive tiring and connect tiring into prayer, isn't it? But actually, as Pastor Jeff shared, tiring is more than just, you know, a prayer meeting. Tiring is literally means lingering in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And to wait upon the Lord, to wait upon the Lord and being still, knowing that He is God, that He is our Father. Um, as Pastor Jeff also shared, tarrying is, tarrying is really taking a pause, you know, sela, a moment of rest in our Abba Father, in the presence of Abba Father. That, however, as we come to Him, as we come boldly to Him tonight, it's... Uh, the Lord seeks to hear us. But aside from that, the Lord also seeks to speak to us. Amen? The Lord seeks to speak to us. And in alignment to a discipline of um, grace, uh, the Lord has imparted me this to share with you tonight. Um, the discipline of listening to His voice. Amen? Shall we open up our Bible to Matthew 17? Oh, salamat po, Panginoon. Hallelujah. Matthew 17, verse 1 to 5. Uh, after six days, Jesus took, him, took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of, uh, of James, and led up up the high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before, uh, before them. His face shone like the sun. And his, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses, Elijah, talking with Jesus. Peter then um, said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put you up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, 
whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen to him. Amen. Shall we come and pray? Lord, hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this night that we're just able, Lord, to seek your presence, Lord God. And Lord, allow us, Lord, to open up our hearts, Lord. Truly open up our hearts, Lord God. Um, we know the very bit of our heart, Lord. And we just would like, Lord, to hear you tonight. Hear you tonight. Some of us might be here, Lord God, to just find rest in you, to just find comfort, Lord, to just be able to breathe, Lord God, to find healing from within. And Lord, just speak to us, Lord, just speak to us tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen and amen. This is the story of Jesus' transfiguration, uh, when Jesus was transfig transfigured right before the three apostles and um, Peter, James, and John. And when, and, uh, it, when Jesus transfigured before them, it's like Jesus basically, you know, literally revealed His glory. Revealed His glory right before um, um, the three apostles. And after that, you know, His clothes, you know, shine like bright light, dazzling in white. And after that, after he revealed himself, the father said in a cloud, this is my son. Listen to him. And of all the things that the father could have said, the father said, the father did not said, just talk to him. The father did not said, just come to him or just serve him. But the father said, Listen to him. Listen to him. God seeks to speak to us in order to what? In order to be able to affirm his love. It's a words of affirmation. He affirms his love to each one of us. To each one of us. Last Sunday, I, I actually had a, had a chat with Ate Michelle. And I just admire her because she asked me... Um, she asked me one question. She, said, she asked me, said, Sis, um, when did God stop speaking to people, to his people? Literally and audibly. Literally and audibly. And I paused and answered, actually, God never stopped speaking to us, isn't it? God never stopped speaking to us at all. In my experience, I know some of us actually have, you know, personal testimonies that they have audibly, you know, hear the voice of God. Some of us also have a glimpse of heaven here, right? A very powerful testimony. But in my personal experience, the voice of God most of the time comes in a very subtle voice. In a very subtle voice, like He's speaking within, directly in my heart. Because the Spirit of God is in us who knows perfectly the mind of God, who knows the heart of Jesus. He can directly speak into our hearts. And I know if it's His voice because He always speaks in love, in peace, and tranquility. And the thing is that the enemy 
wants to convince us that it's hard, that it's impossible to hear Him, right? That being able to hear Him is only applicable to certain people, that there is like hotline connection to God. But actually, that's not true, you know? Anyone who desires to hear His voice will hear Him. Anyone who doesn't will not. Will not. John 8, John 8, 47, Byron. John 8 says, Anyone who is of God hears His voice. Anyone who is not doesn't. Seek Him and you will find Him. Seek Him and you will find Him. And we'll be able to find, you know, that we can actually hear God's voice with clarity. And the main key for that is to be able to train our spirit, to be able to, to be sensitive to God's voice. And there's two things of that. It's number one is that we need to soak in His Word. We need to soak in His Word because the Lord speaks to us in alignment to His truth. Amen. In alignment to His truth. This is His Word. And also, like, just I like past, uh, I like um, Kuya Jerry's preaching last last Sunday, and how he started it. And he said, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word actually became flesh and dwelt among us, isn't it? And so, the Word is Jesus Himself, and so this is Jesus." This is Jesus. And if you will be able to examine the transfiguration text, you know, only after the revelation of Jesus' glory, only after he revealed his glory to his apostles, that's when the Father says, call the apostles to listen to him, to listen to him. Because it's, it's hard to be able to distinguish the voice of a stranger, isn't it? It's hard. It's impossible. It's only after a real revelation that we're able to know who Christ is in our hearts. And the moment we know who Christ is, the more we know Him, the more we know His voice. The more he, we know His voice. And He always speaks in alignment to the truth and as well as to His character and to His nature. Last um, Wednesday is the birthday of my two girls, Weya and Shine. And most often the time, whenever we have special occasions, once in a month, we'll go to Japanese restaurant because they love Japanese. You don't need to ask them. No? Pag tinanong mo sila, sasabihin nila, Japanese. They love sushi, ramen, ganyan sila. So pag tinanong mo sila at sinabi nila na, Mami, I hate sushi. I hate Ramen. Magugulat ka. Sabihin mo, anak, ko pa talaga yan? <laughs> Para namang hindi ko anak yan. And it is also true for our God, right? It's also true for our God. The Lord speaks in alignment to His character, to His very nature. And the, world, and the Word of God reveals the character and the nature of God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And you'll be able to know the voice of God in alignment to the truth. He said, this is the truth. This is the truth. 
Do you know what's the compass? The compass for? Do you have a compass? Salamat po, Panginoon. Ayan, sige, open ko yung compass ko. Oh Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Ayan, open ko yung compass. I'm opening my compass through my phone. So, even if there's compass actually on the phone, last time, compass is very useful. Ngayon, wala na. Hindi nyo alam na may compass kayo sa phone nyo, no? <laughs> Kasi ngayon, Google Map na. Google Map na hinahanap. So, when I'm facing here, I know that the true north is there. Right? When I'm facing here, the true north is still there. If I'm facing here, my true north is still there. And if I'm facing here, my true north is still there. The true north is un unchanging regardless where I am facing. It's the same thing as well in our lives, right? Regardless where you're, whether you're facing a certain difficulty in your life, you need uh, direction from the Lord, or probably you are in deep pain and you need healing from God, or probably you are facing, you know, a deep need, find strength, or probably in the middle of a, a decision that you need wisdom from God, regardless what you're facing at, it will always point you back to your true north. This is your compass, church. This is your compass. And it always points back to your true north. And that true north is Jesus. Is Jesus himself. Amen. Amen. That's the good thing about knowing the Word of God. It's, it's, it, it's absolutely essential to know the nature of Jesus. It's because He always speaks to us in truth, transforming us in alignment to the truth. And if I have some three points today that I want you to share, I just want to share with you, you know, the main key to be able to know His voice is just these three points. Number one is to reflect. Number two is to number Lord, reflect, reflect, relationship. Yeah. Number two is relationship, and number three is remember. Right? Wala ako dyan. Wala ako dyan slide dyan. Number one is uh, reflect. Reflect is to be able to, you know, um, as we reflect and meditate His Word, we able to understand Him better, isn't it? We're able to understand His better. And the more we understand Him, and the more we fully know our God, we're able to deepen our relationship with Him. And the more we have a deeper relationship with Him, the more we rec recognize His voice. The more we recognize His voice. And the more we recognize His voice, it's always easy for the Spirit to, rem to remind us, to to remind us of His truth, to help us remember the truth, to help us remember the truth. It's as if, for example, you are facing, you are in times of need, you know, suddenly the Spirit in you will remember or will remind you about, speak to you and remind you how God, for example, provided for Elijah, you know, in the middle of the desert. You know, every message, every message, every message, here in the, in the Word of God has embedded truth, 
has embedded truth that is written for each one of us. It's personal. It's relevant in our life. There's no such thing in this, in this book, a story on a, or a parable, a story on a parable that is not written, that is not written. Um, that is read, sorry, there's no, there's nothing in this book that is not written, that is not for you, because everything is for you. Everything is for us. Amen. Amen. It's, be, it's as if, for example, you know, when, when you are reading the story of, what's the famous story? When you are, for example, David and Goliath, right? When you are studying that story, it seems like it's just a normal biblical story, isn't it? A normal biblical story, very famous story. But the moment you are facing your own giant in your life, the moment you are facing your personal giant in your life, suddenly the spirit in you will speak to you and will remind you. Suddenly, it's not about the story of David and Goliath anymore. It becomes your personal story. It becomes your personal story. It becomes you fight facing your giant, conquering your giant, defeating your giant through the Christ who is in you. Amen? Amen. And if we don't know anything about this one, if we don't know anything, saan huhugot? No? Anong ipapaalala sa atin ng Panginoon? If we... If, if wala tayong alam dito, anong ipapaalala sa atin ng Panginoon? Right? For a practical person, normally, practical person or logical person, the tendency for, for that person is to attack a problem or attack a situation practically and logically. Right? Whereas, for example, for a person who is a very pessimistic, he will naturally attack a certain situation negatively, right? Lack of hope. But the one, but the one who always sick, who always sick, who, always, who has this discipline of day-to-day -day conversation with God, day-to-day -day conversation with God, we, he ables to, you know, the Lord ables to speak to him. The Lord able to speak to him, directing him in alignment, in conformance to the truth. Amen? And that's the main difference. That's the main difference of knowing this one. It's basically being able to hear, you know, the voice of our shepherd. And the right posture of a ship, the right posture of a ship is to know the voice of his shepherd. And we should take privilege on that. It's a great advantage. It's a great advantage to hear God's voice. Do you feel like it's a great advantage? Do you take it as an advantage? You know, we, I had this, um, when I was sharing this um, last time, last Friday in, with, with the youth, I shared a game. I, I actually asked them to do a game. It's a Chinese whisper game. And the way how we get, we, we, uh, we do that game is a bit different, you know. So who who knows Chinese whispers? Yeah. So basically, 
it's a kind of game that passes the message, you know, from one after the other until the end. And the aim is to be able to pass it with 100% accuracy. And in that game, chances are what? The moment the message is passed on to the end, it gets distorted, isn't it? So, what if, for example, the last one in the game has the power, has the advantage to unlimitedly check or verify and calibrate the truth from the source of the truth? What if? What if the one in the end of the game has unlimited power to go back to the source of the truth, the one in the front? Isn't it a great, great advantage to win the race? It's the same true for us. We have that power. We have that advantage. Being anak ng Panginoon, it's our advantage. Kailangan nating i-ano yun, i-exploit yung advantage na yun. Baka hindi natin siya in-exploit. No, to take advantage, how much time do you invest taking advantage to listen and to hear the voice of God, to have a conversation with Him? Amen. You know, the right posture, that's the right posture, being a son of God, the daughter of, of the Father, we should be in the right posture, taking advantage, taking it as an honor to be able to have a conversation and hear the voice of God. Imagine your Creator able to speak to you directly to your heart. Isn't it a great advantage? Do you feel the honored kapag kinausap ka ng Panginoon? Narinig mo yung boses ng Lord? Siguro, Diba? Ang sarap-sarap pakinggan nun. And we should take that. We should desire it. We should desire to be able to hear His voice. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah? Amen. As we hear God's voice, He also helps us to conform. Because it's not only about hearing. Because hearing the voice of God is just recognizing His voice. And it doesn't stop there, isn't it? It's about listening. The difference about hearing is that hearing is recognizing, whereas listening, it calls for an act of obedience. It calls for an act of conformance. It calls for an act of um, surrendership, you know? Surrendership to the will to the power, to the purpose of God in our lives. And sometimes, yun yung mas mahirap eh. Ano bang mas mahirap? Which one is harder? To be able to recognize His voice? Or the moment we recognize His voice, the harder one is to listen and to conform. Which one is harder? Which one is harder? But you know what, church? Regardless, the Lord always speaks in love, in grace, and in purpose. That's the good news. The Lord always speaks in love, in grace, and in purpose. The voice of God calls us, you know, to have confidence in Him, to have courage to what? To be able to do and follow what He said. To be able to do and be able to carry on on what we have heard. You know, if, even if He is asking us to make a difference or even if He is asking us to go against the tide of our human understanding, of our practicalism, 
or probably go against and in contradiction to our own heartbeat, to our own heart, the Lord gave us the courage, the strength to be able to what? To conform. To conform to His truth. Ganun tayo kamahal ng Panginoon. Amen? The thing is that sometimes there are um, there are this what we call selective listening. Right? Selective listening. Y- yung suddenly we, we purposely shut off our ears. We hear, but we purposely shut off our ears. Well, I can say, we shut off our ears to the things that we, we don't want to hear. Either, number one, intentionally or unintentionally, right? Intentionally are those moments when He calls for, he calls for obedience, when He calls for change, when He calls for painful correction, isn't it? Mahirap yun eh. Right? That's the hardest part. That's the harder part. But the, the, the good thing about our God is He always, He always give us and remind us and assure us of His love. Assure us of His love. He, he uses the truth to be able to remind us how God loves us and able to remind us that through Him and by His strength, and by His strength, we're able to conform Amen. And on the other hand is what? The unintentional one. You know, sometimes when I, when, oh, pag nagluluto ako, or pag sabi, pag kumakating, tuma- sino ito mga nanay, no? Yung nakailang tawag ka na sa anak mo, anak, kain na tayo. Kain na, kain na, nakailang tawag ka na. Eh, pero dahil nanonood sila ng TV, not because they don't want to listen, or they don't listen, or they don't hear, but because they are too focused on what they hear. And sometimes, ganun nangyayari. We unintentionally don't listen because we are too focused on the wrong voice. We are too focused on the wrong voice. And categorically, there are actually three main voices that speaks to our heart. That speaks to our heart. Number one is the Spirit of God, right? The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God always speak in what? In alignment to His character, to His nature, to His will, to His time, to His purpose, right? And the other one we know is the Spirit of Satan, right? The Spirit of the enemy. The Spirit of the enemy speaks what? Speaks in contradiction to the truth. To his word and aims always what to destroy what God wants to establish it's a kind of voice that stir up pride kind of voice that turns on our hatred our anger our envy that's those are the the voices right between the two it's hard, it's easy to distinguish but the one that is hard to distinguish is the secular voice is the secular voice. The secular voice is the one either, you know, from based on our human wisdom or the wisdom around, the, around us, the wisdom of the world. 
And sometimes, that's, it's a kind of voice that put us in a very dangerous position. Because it's a kind of voice that will tell you how much you can be of the world, but still be of God. How much you can be still of the world, how, how much you can be of the world, but still be of God. You know? Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Sabi ng, sabi ng satan ng Dios, right? We have given the right and the full freedom to choose, but not everything is really good, right? You know, it gives us in a position of thinking, how much can I be close to sin without sinning yet? How much can you be close to sin without sinning yet? And it's a dangerous position. It's a very dangerous position because it's a kind of voice. It's as if you're not doing anything wrong. Anything wrong. Parang walang mali. Parang, parang tama. Parang namang tama. Parang wala namang wali. Okay lang. Nothing wrong with that. And the thing is, the danger is that we, for us Christians, enemy wants to play chess, wants to play in that kind of ground. The enemy is waiting for us to do a wrong move, you know, preparing his pawn so that he can say, checkmate. Ito yung dangerous ground. It's a kind of voice, like for example, social drinking, right? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with social drinking, lalo na dito sa Australia. Pero it's a kind of position that somehow it's on a gray zone. It's like how much you can draw the line. You are nothing wrong. You are just in the yellow mark. You're just in the yellow mark. But it's literally not of God. It is also not. So it's a kind of ground that is dangerous because it's just a wrong move. You don't know you are already soaked in it. You don't know. You're already swimming on it. Do you understand, church? Do you understand? And we have, that's why it's very important to know the voice of God. Sample of voices, like for example, in the secular voice, I wanted to deep dive on this because this is the hard thing to distinguish. Like for example, you know, do your own thing. Do what you want to do. Do your own thing. Do what you want to do. Do what will, what will make you happy. Right? Live for a moment. Don't worry about the consequences. Right? Just live for the moment. Don't worry about the consequences. Pursue your own dream. Prioritize your dream. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if it's not the plan of God? Right? What if that's not what God created you for? For? For example, go for what is just practical. You know, fast money. Right? Amen? Nothing wrong. I'm just being, trying to be belong. Just trying to be belong. You know, you're as mature as you ever be. You're an adult. Tanda ka na eh. Alam mo na ako anong tama. Yun yung mga voices na yun. But actually, what is right? The right is unchanging. This is the standard. 
You know, sometimes this is the kind of voice that, what, that we normally justify. We can easily justify by our own human understanding. But the, but the truth is, it's not a line of God. It's not, it's not aligning to what God wants us to do because the voice of God is always consistent to the truth. And the voice of God will never engage us in any activity, in any activity that is contradicting to His Word. Amen? The voice of God also increases what? Our faith. Even if we say no, even if we say wait, it increases our faith. It gives us what? Ability to be able to rem remember and have a confidence in the faithfulness of our God, saying, He has a better plan. Wait, my child. Right? The voice of God what? The voice of God always in contradiction to the human wisdom. You know, the, world, the worldly voice always speaks against the word against God's Word. And whereas God's Word is always, God's voice is always in sharp contrast with what the word, world says around us. Amen? The voice of God is a kind of voice that gives us in a way of thinking, in a way of seeing, you know, the way how He sees and how He thinks. That's the kind of voice of God. Yung nagpapaalala sa'yo na, what would Jesus do? Yun yun. Yun yung voice ng Lord. Amen? And this is the thing. The voice of God will always clash with the things that will, that will satisfy or will, um, that will gratify our flesh. Amen? Any fleshly gratification is against His. It's not it's not of God. I remember when I was, uh, I think that was three years ago, uh, uh, ano, Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. I ano, sabi ko kay Ate Joss nun dati. Wala pa si Trio nun eh. <laughs> sabi ko, Ate Joss, Ate Joss, Valentine's, double day tayo, ganyan-ganyan. Magkasawa na sila ni Kuya Trinon. Sabi ko, noon tayo, 54 shades of grey. Tapos, tingin siya sa akin. Ang tagal, five seconds. Ganyan, sabi. Five seconds talaga, hindi siya sumagot. Sabi niya. Tapos, sabi ko, ano naman ako. Tapos, sabi niya, sis, sigurado ka ba? Sabi niya, bakit yun? Sabi niya, ganun. Don't watch that. Sabi niya. Sabi ko, Bakit? Sabi ko, pag-asawa, pag-asawa na naman tayo. Di-justify pa akong ganyan. I ended up, we, don't, we didn't watch it. Kasi wala rin kami mapag-iwanan ng bata. So may dahilan. Pero the moment I went home, you know, the Lord has spoke to me like, oo nga, no? Bakit? Why? Why would I watch it? Pwede namang iba. And I was actually teaching the youth already that time. It's wala pang FNL noon. Every Sunday pa lang nag-gather kami dun. Sunday, parang Sunday school pa lang sa lagi nag-gather namin ng youth. And naisip ko, oo nga, no? Paano kaya pag narinig ng youth? Tapos sabihin ko, nanonood ako ng 54 Shades of Grey. The thing is that, you don't know where you draw your line. We as parents, as what? 
as leaders, we have this accountability to be a good model. We also speak somehow Christ because we, the Christ is in us, right? So, yun, yun lang. Sabi ko, oh, ano, parang mali naman ata ito. It's not that when you look at it from a surface, there's nothing wrong. But when you look at it deeper, oo nga, no, pwede namang hindi. The things that are pwede naman hindi, bakit naman natin gagawin? Pwede namang hindi. Why, why, why go on to it if pwede namang hindi? What? Ano mo yun? Don't ever trust your flesh. Don't ever trust, tr- trust our flesh. Kasi ito yung mga tao na tayo na ginajustify natin yung ginagawa natin. And sasabihin natin na okay lang, justify, parang we trust on our own being na kaya natin kontrolin ang sarili natin. But the truth is no. No. We are weak. Right? At ang enemy, nandyan lang yan. Ihahanda niya ang ihahanda niya ang pagkain para sa'yo. Amen. That's why in every day of our lives, this is what I really wanted our church, you know, church to be able to really, you know, be able to dis- have a discipline to listen to God's voice. It's because 40% of our time, we have 24 hours. Eight, eight hours na tutulog tayo. Eight hours na sa, more than eight hours, ten hours na sa trabaho tayo. That means more than 40% of our time, we are in the world. And these are the secular voices, the voices that we hear or that we are into, isn't it? It's the, it's the playground that we play. And we have to know, we have to be sensitive to God's voice. Else, madadapa lang tayo. The enemy will always be there, waiting for us na madapa. To be deceived. Ability to hear God's voice, to recognize His voice is very important. Now, in this complex, busy world, nothing is so essential than hearing the voice of God. Because it's a kind of voice that what? That teaches us, that guides us. Now, being able to hear His voice save us from a lot of pains. A lot of unnecessary circumstances save us from wasting our time. Imagine doing something that is not what God called you to do. There are two most important things in life. Number one is what? To know your creator. And number one is to know why you are created. To know your creator. And number two is to know why you were created. And if you are doing something that is not in aligning to what God's called you to do, if you're not sensitive to the voice of God, you might be wasting your time. It's a waste of our time. Amen? That's why we really need to, you know, to be able to recognize His voice. His Spirit is in us. The moment we receive Christ, His Spirit is already in us. And His Spirit always seek to speak to us every minute, every second, every minute. We just need to edify our spirit, train our hearts, train our mind to be able to hear His voice, to be able to align to His voice. 
Amen. As we pray today, this is really just my prayer. You know, as we come boldly to Him, the Lord always seeks to have a conversation with us. And a conversation is always two-way. It's two-way. You know, we might come to Him, you know, seeking for, right now we seek for what? For comfort, right? Some of us are currently here seeking for just finding strength. You know, but the Lord doesn't only what? Doesn't come to, doesn't only seek to hear us. But the Lord seeks to speak to us, to have a two-way conversation with us. Anak, ganito kita kamahal. Alam mo yun, yung ganung usap ng Panginoon na talagang the Lord wants to affirm His love, His love to us. Amen. 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 As we come bold tonight, can I call on the worship team? Let's just let's soak in the presence of the Lord. And as we pray tonight, you know, be ready. Be ready to open your hearts. Open your hearts. And when we say we open our hearts, not only that we open our hearts to listen, to, to hear the voice of God, what He wants to speak to us, but to also to listen. To listen to His voice. Amen? To listen to what He wants to say to us. You know? Oh, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to what? Calls for us to have a submissive kind of listening. You know? That He calls us to submit. Submit, submit. To trust Him. To keep on trusting Him. The Lord calls us to to be able to have an ex to to hear expectantly you know we, when we when we wait upon the lord with an expectation we know that our god is there hearing us even before we have we speak the lord knows our heartbeat amen and we have expectant heart because our father knows our needs knows what knows what we really need and he will supply all our needs Right? And as we come boldly tonight to Him, the Lord wants to, you know, to call us to listen with carefulness, you know, carefulness. It means to say, really distinguishing His voice, Anak, please focus on me. Please focus on me. Don't focus on that. Focus on me. Focus on His voice. Amen? The Lord seeks to speak to us and calls us to listen with reverence, reverently. You know how much it is an how much how do we take it as an do we take it as an honor? You know to be able to hear the voice of God. Amen. It should be our posture, the posture of a of a ship. Of a, of a daughter of the son is to have that reverence, you know, listening to the voice of his creator, of his father. Come on, church. Let's just sing this song. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us in today's episode, and we hope that we will have you again in the next one. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance, His smile over you 
and give you peace. Shalom. God bless you.